The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. my watch begins. Welcome to the Throne Room, the unofficial Game of Thrones internet radio show exclusively on poppychularadio.com. Poppy Chula Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Thursday, May 5th, 2016, and I am unbowed, unbent, unbroken Priscilla of House Martell and commander of this particular night's watch. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of the hit HBO series Game of Thrones. Please welcome my co-host, Iron from Ice, it's Izzy of House Forester, Lord of Ironwrath. Hey, what's up, everybody? Fire and Blood, it's Evelyn of House Targaryen, Mother of Cats. Hello. Winter is Coming, it's Brittany of House Stark, Queen in the North. Greetings, listeners. So let's jump into our recap of Season 6, Episode 2, titled Home, and aired May 1st, 2016. Here's the official synopsis of the episode. Walda gives birth to a baby boy, prompting Ramsay to murder Roose, Walda, and his new half-brother. Brienne reveals to Sansa that Arya is still alive. Theon requests to return to the Iron Islands, where his uncle Euron Greyjoy returns and murders King Balon Greyjoy. In Bravos, Arya is attacked by the Waif before Jaqen appears and orders her to follow him. Tyrion learns that Astapor and Yunkai have been reverted to slavery and releases Rhaegal and Viserion from their chains. Bran visits Winterfell in a vision of his past and sees Ned, Benjen, and Lyanna Stark, as well as a young Hodor. Jaime confronts the High Sparrow while Tommen asks Cersei to teach him to be strong. Ed arrives with Tormund and the Wildlings and imprisons Thorn and the other mutineers. Davos persuades Melisandre to attempt to resurrect Jon Snow, though apparently unsuccessful after the Loyalists leave the room, Jon suddenly awakens. As for the ratings, TV by the Numbers gave the show a 7.29 million in viewers and a 3.7 in the ratings. So it dipped a little bit from the first episode, but it's still the highest rated show in Sundays, and I think it'll stay that way. Yay! <laughs> so Izzy, what was your initial reaction to the episode? Um, I really liked the, ep- the episode. I I think this is like 
like the first episode, like as I said before, was a little bit like it was spreading its threads, getting us to like remember and like foreshadowing what's going on and pushing the story forward. And then this show had a lot of oomph, especially like um, when like Tyrion, the Tyrion part, like when he takes off the things off of the dragons and you see how courageous he is because he's a very small dude but he has he has so much courage and it's so funny that that his banner is a lion because he's just as courageous as a lion he goes and he gets uh the dragons and that honestly that launched me into like i am so hyped for game of thrones again like that that single moment made the entire show for me i was like squealing like oh this is so cool that's what i thought i kind of was really happy to finally see liana stark and i was happy to see like aria actually like actually do something like i want her to continue being an assassin i want her to learn and again like that moment with like Tyrion just being brave everything about it like was a this was a great episode this is what i wish the premiere would have been exactly Evelyn, what did you think? I thought that there was a lot that happened in this episode. There was, you know, the whole thing with Cersei and not being able to see Marcella. There was Tyrion and the dragons. Then you have that whole thing up in the north. There was just a lot going on. And, you know, um, Brienne and, and well, he's no longer Meek, but he's, um, I can't remember his name for the life of me. Tyrion? No, um, used Greyjoy? to meet Greyjoy, yes. Theon. Aww. So there's, there's just so much going on in this episode, and it was really explosive, and I do agree. I think it would have been great as a season opener. So, Brittany, last but not least, what do you think? Oh, fantastic episode. Like, fucking great. I mean, I mean, we all, you guys decided, didn't, didn't really, you know, like the, the premiere, and I, I totally get why. I totally get, you guys were ready to get on the hype train. Yes. It was like, choo, it was like choo-choo motherfuckers, like, you guys were ready. And then they kind of gave you something like, well, here, and you're kind of like, aw, like, you know, like, your burger wasn't warm, like, it was just warm, it wasn't hot, you know, like, you are like, damn. But here, they gave you the fucking, like, double meat, double cheese, like, everything that you want in your burger fresh some good ass fries on the side too or whatever you guys like they served that shit and it was just so good and I and think now the, i'm hungry dude I'm, I'm hungry i'm hungry right now as i was i didn't even know i was gonna make this uh comparison to food but now i regret it but <laughs> i mean but no this episode fucking awesome i don't even want to get into details because i'll just rant so just know from me it reminds me of a fucking good ass burger. I so agree. it was good. Last, last episode was like that it scene. Was, uh, it was like that scene in Harry Potter where he hits the wall at the train station, and then this episode, <laughs> this episode it was like that scene in Harry Potter where Harry Potter's inside the train and then the mentor comes. Fucking took my breath away. That's yeah. how it was. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Nice. So before we get into a thorough recap, here are a few reminders on how you can interact with the show via social media. Follow the station on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Papichula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at papichularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Papichula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at papichularadio.com. 
Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. And search for The Throne Room through iTunes and hit that subscribe button. So, Beyond the Wall, which is, we're finally getting there. We missed a whole season of this, so, finally. We see see Bran see visions of a past Winterfell, where we see a young Eddard Stark dueling Benjen, and they're teased by Lyanna before she calls a stable boy named Willis a young Hodor to fight, and he's interrupted from the dream and pulled away by the Three-Eyed Raven, and he just asks Hodor to carry him outside to see Mira Reed, who's unhappy because she's doing nothing out there while a war is coming, but a really creepy-ass child of the forest tells her that she'll be needed soon enough. And at Castle Black, Thorn and his men ask Sir Davos to open the locked door, and the men lift their swords and prepare to fight as the door is slowly, like, being rammed down by everyone, but they're stopped by uh, an army of wildlings and a giant led by Dolores' head. And Tormund sees Jon Snow's body and prepares to burn the bodies of the dead. That's all that we see, like in the north but is it weird that the thing that i was most hype about was to see hodor in the past i was like oh my god that's hodor he actually talks he says something like this is for me like reading the books and, and seeing like the chapter that's hodor with the only one word that says hodor like i'm waiting for him to have his own chapter i'm waiting for him to say something so i was i was really excited about that like not and and seeing liana because we only got a hint of her during like the the premiere, and we only get to see like a statue of her. T- so, to actually like note her like w- was nice. Like, uh, uh, there's a reason Bran is past Winterfell. Like now, like he's he's useless. He was written out last season, and now like there's a, they're actually doing something with him. But Brittany, what did you think? Oh man, dude. You know, Bran's story was always, I think, lackluster in the sense that nobody really understood his path, like where he had to go, why he had to go. I mean, it was in- it was intriguing, you know, like we we're like, oh, man, he can go inside a wolf. That's fuck. that's fucking cool. He can go inside a man. Oh, God, that sounds really wrong. But yeah, he can do that. <laughs> and it's it's really cool. But we don't understand yet. We don't know why he can do this, how he why, like how he got these powers, where he got them from and why he had to come here. All we all we knew was he had to. And now we're here and he's getting um, flashbacks about his, you know, young Ned, his uncle and his his aunt, you know, who maybe for a casual viewer, you haven't really like you didn't really care. But as the seasons went by, they kept mentioning her, but in the same way that, oh, well, you know, my father never talked about her. Like that parallels to what Sansa said last uh, last season when she was talking to Littlefinger at the Crips. You know, like my, my father never talked about her and we get to see her and it's kind of like, oh, shit. You know, like, wow, that's her, you know, and it's it's so nice. And I, I feel so bad for Bran when, you know, when they when they rip him out of there and he's all like, you show me something I care about. And you take me away. And I, and I feel like Bran was the audience. Like we were Bran at that moment. Because I think it was such a nice moment. And he's like they were all happy. And I'm like do you guys remember when the Starks were happy? It was in episode one. <laughs> it wasn't the pilot. That dude, is- they haven't been dude, happy Brittany, I have to agree with you dude. I, I 100% agree with you. Like that episode. That, that start with, with Bran. Like, um, it was such a, such a good way of manipulating us. The viewer. And it immersing us to yeah. to what Bran was going through, and it's like holy shit, this is awesome! 
oh my god oh like this is winterfell like oh look at that oh liliana and then all of a sudden like they the the you know the three-eyed raven he's like nah i'm just i'm just teasing you i'm just yeah. tickling you a little bit and you you're think like, he, oh, man, you think he was that. gonna tell him something because he he mentions that they're they're up there, you know, they're watching them, and he's all like, my father never talked about her, you know. And then I feel like the guy was gonna tell him something, but then Bran goes down there to be around uh, his family, and I'm like, shit, what if he was gonna say something? But I think what what that old man says, you know, uh, when he takes him out is, uh, you know, if you stay too long, you're going to drown. And I'm like, I I can see why. I felt like I, like how Brad felt like, why did you take me away? I feel like if he didn't take him away, we could have stayed there for a whole fucking episode. You know, we could have. I mean, let, let, let's be honest. A lot of the a lot of the talk in this show has been about Robert's uh, rebellion. What happened years before Game of Thrones started, before that pilot? There's so much, uh, so much we don't know. Just little lines and, you know, little stories, but there's so much more and that's why we could stay there for an entire episode but we don't so you know and uh I i'm wondering what mira's you know what where her uh path is and uh that that weird little child of the forest is like we're gonna need you and the what what caught me is what she said which is um he's not going to be here forever so bran is not going to stay there what is his part to play I am excited. I feel like Bran is a big contender, but I don't know for what. Is it is it for the throne? Is it for is he gonna help somebody or is it about the others? Like what is it? I'm I am so hyped for Bran. I think he's just gonna tell like the story. I think there's a reason he's showing him the past. Yeah. But like to who? Who who does he need to tell that to? Like, is it Daenerys? Like no. I like 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 but, who is it? Like what what is it? Like I'm excited. I mean I can theorize right now, but like just to leave it at that, you know, what what is it? There's a yeah. lot of people whose backstory we really don't know a lot yeah. about. And so the fact that they can see into the past Josh, opens a oh. whole bunch of doors now. <laughs> I'm like I, I liked the glimpse into the past, but just like real quick, I love the giant. And that guy that, that tries to fucking, like, use the arrow, like, you're not smart, you're gonna die. And, of course, like, he popped his head like a pimple. That I was brutal. I saw a gift today, a Dark Souls gift, and it's, like, it has the life bar of the, the guy who's shooting the arrow. And, like, you see, like, it do one damage on the giant. <laughs> and then he grabs him, throws him, and it's, like, that classic Dark Souls thing that says, <laughs> died. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, guys... I mean, I don't know about you. I don't know how you guys watch this show. Do you watch it by yourself or, you know, like at first I watch it by myself and then like the next day I watch it with uh, with uh, other people because it is fun to experience this with uh, with other people. Even better this season that we don't know what the fuck's happening. So you, you, you know, you can maybe say, oh, I guess this. But if you didn't, it's even more exciting. And when I was watching this with uh, my friends, we all started fucking cheering when the wildlings got in there. We're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's so good. Like, I don't know. And one one is just amazing. I, I want actually, one. I actually watch it on Monday morning. Oh, wow. Yeah, what I what I do is I this is my ritual. I get up in the morning Monday morning. I make this badass breakfast, and I have like a, a a big glass of chocolate milk, and I just sit down in my undies and I just watch it. <laughs> I just sit there. And I, I, I it's like yeah, it's like it's yeah. like you're a kid and you get up 
And it was like, you know, that Saturday morning cartoons and you're like in your underwear and you don't even care because, you know, you're a kid. That's exactly what I do every Monday in the morning. I drop my wire up off to work and then I sit here and I freaking like do my breakfast. I watch it. And then on Tuesday, I discuss about it on Discord with Vaughn and like a bunch of other people. And and we rewatch it sometimes or we just talk about it. And um, that's that's actually how I watch it. That the show. I don't watch it on Sunday. I feel like watching it on Sunday ruins it for me because I don't want to stay up late or you know. I, yeah, I don't want to. Do that. I yeah, watch it Sundays, but I watched it. I watch it staying up late because the first hour, like that, it comes out. The internet is like swarmed with people yeah. that are using HBO Go and HBO Now. I can't watch it, so I yeah. wait like an hour or two afterwards, and then I just sit. With like my movie candy that I get like yeah See, that's at, like, exactly what I don't stuff. watch it at night. Also, I don't watch it at night because of like social media. And I've told you this before, Priscilla. Like I'm really good. Like for some god reason, like I just have the amazing power of never spoiling myself. Like I I didn't remember where I was telling you about Priscilla. A show that I watched that like I didn't even get spoiled for like the longest time. I just didn't even know. Oh, it was it was the the last season. Remember, I told you. Yes. Last, I didn't even watch. The last I was season. like, how did you not know? like? There were spoilers everywhere for last yeah. season. It was like the darkest season. Everybody was talking about like big things that were happening, and you were like, I I don't know. I don't know any of this. I'm just gonna nah, rewatch it. I th- I deleted five people last year for spoiling the finale, even though I had a feeling. But they some they they literally didn't even put spoiler warning or anything. It's just like, oh my god, Jon Snow, and I was like, really, bitch. Really? Fucking delete. You're out of here. Like, I'm gone. And that's, <laughs> like, and that's because, like, look, I don't, I know when people watch the show, you want to fucking talk. You, you're hyped. You want to talk about this. Good, fine. But please have the courtesy to do that. And that's because I didn't even get on to talk to anybody. I, or I got on to, to do a message, to send something. And uh, Facebook automatically updates the feed. So it just it fucked the first thing is like one minute ago it updated that person I'm like oh fuck you like I'm done with you fuck you I don't like it so you're you fucking know. dead to me I like I yeah. liked though that for book readers you knew a lot of what was going to happen last season but in this season like they're kind of branching out already so yeah. nobody knows that's what's yeah awesome. this is the good part about it yeah and you know what so far so good to be honest so far yeah. so good because I, I read all the books and like yeah I have a really good like my power of my brain is just to like partition <laughs> what I know. Turn like, off. I, yeah, I just turn it of off. Like, it's my power. Are that's you my, Mr. Melisandre? That's my that's my <laughs> passive. That's my passive. Yeah, like my brain just like dies. Like oh, it doesn't remember anything. And then when I watch the episodes, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I didn't know that was gonna happen. I totally did know, but I didn't know. You know what you I mean? You look into the fire when you're cooking your breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, and like <laughs> or light guide me, guide, guide me away from me spoilers, please. Uh, okay. So we, we talked about the Nord. So again, let's go now to King's Landing. And at King's Landing, we see a crowd of men jeering at Cersei, and I fucking love that thing. He's half an inch short of an inch. Like, ah, oh God, I lost my shit at that. Like, I was, I was having like a candy, and like I spit it out. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. But um, he leaves, and he's just like speaking of like heads getting exploded. Robert Strong just goes and smacks him into the wall and kills him. And 
Yeah. You see Cersei coming to try and leave the Red Keep to go to Marcella's funeral, and the King's Guard stops her under King Tommen's orders. And you just go and you're like, oh my god, Robert Strong versus the, like all of those King's Guard? I still would go for Robert Strong. Like, that guy's. I don't think he. I couldn't even qualify him as a guy anymore. That monster would. Oh, wait, wreck the mountain's dead. No, it's uh. Robert Strong. It's Robert Strong. It's yeah, Robert and then and then he crushed that guy's head. Oh, parallel, you know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we we know. We we gotta know. I mean, for sure. If that if that that killing that guy with the head explosion thing against the wall, like that was like that should have you know rang bells in people's heads about that. To be honest, I don't even think they've called him Robert Strong yet, have they? Uh, no, he's just been no. They have like remember when she first came out like her champion. Is Robert Strong like when they like like wrapped her in a blanket after she did like oh is that did, 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 did that Maester guy say his name yes he did I think so I think he did I thought he just said meet the newest person from the King's Guard I thought that mm -hmm. was it but I don't know whatever Robert Strong <laughs> so fucking strong holy shit <laughs> this was the most frustrating part of the episode to me though like. Jamie and Tommen are at the great set and he explains that he kept his mother away because he felt useless doing nothing against the faith militant. He wants to keep her safe and he wants to ask his mother for forgiveness and Jamie's like, well, we'll go. And the High Sparrow enters and him and Jamie just like kind of circle each other and vaguely threaten one another. So much shade being thrown. Yeah. Yes, and they're surrounded by the faith militant. And what he says, like, gets to me. He's like, together we can overthrow an empire. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of like, stab him. Stab him now. All he's going to do is, like, create drama and shit for you. You've had worse odds. Do it. Like, ah, oh, like, it killed me that he didn't do it. And, like, and, and, like, that's the thing. Is that their goal? Like, to, to overthrow? Or is that what, yeah. Or is it just, like, he's saying it, you know, just to, to, to threaten him, to scare him. And I'm just like... Fuck. See this this guy. I, I think it was real. a pissing contest, honestly. Probably. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what that was, man. Who does that at someone else's like he knows this, everybody in King's Landing knows that Marcella is Jamie's daughter. Like who does that at like a daughter's funeral? Like That's true. Ugh. But I but you know, I think Jamie says one of the best quotes in, or best lines in this scene where he's like, You would spill blood in this holy place, and he's like it doesn't matter the gods, they've spilled more blood than all of us combined. I was like, yes. Fuck. That was so fucking good. His face is all like, I, I, oh, I know you ain't talking shit about my boys. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like at the same time, he, it kind of like, it hit him like, well, you know what? That's, that's true. <laughs> swag. Hashtag swag. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, that was just fucking, and that's why I think I keep liking Jamie because. He, there's a lot more to him than than how he was in season one. You cannot compare the same guy anymore. Nah, he's except, changed a lot. Yeah, except still being, you know, still be wanting to be with Cersei and still being in love with her. But uh, him himself alone away from her, fucking great character. In my opinion. You know who's about to be a shitty character, though? <gasps> Tommen. Because he's like, because <gasps> he, he's like, yeah. I, I, want, I want your help to be strong. And I'm like, Shit, you know who yeah. should help to be strong? Your brother. And he turned into a monster. Why not? Don't listen to her. She's awful. No, no, she tried to control Joffrey, and Joffrey was already out of control. But now, Tommen's in big shit. He just asked the wrong person for help. But I mean, who else does he have? 
Although I would have I would have said that Jamie would have been a better option, but uh, yeah, I, I was defending Tom in la uh, last episode where I said I I like him, which I still do, but Cersei's gonna fucking just she's gonna tear down this place. Get he's your wife out of jail. Listen he's to a, her. He's just season Sansa. That's he's he like Sansa. Yes, he is. But the thing he's is, he wants to get Marjorie out of jail. Yeah, but yeah, he can't. He's afraid to confront. You know. The uh, the militant well, sect again yeah. because he doesn't want them to re-imprison his mom or he doesn't want to see anyone else imprisoned and he doesn't want to see anyone hurt. So he feels that he's helpless and he's weak, like he was telling Jamie, and the only one that he's ever seen get shit done is his mom. And remember last season, he goes to talk to the High Sparrow and it's like what that place is like near the poor people and they kept yelling names at him and then the the militant were like fight us bitch you know like it it looked ugly so he literally has no like he can't do anything like he's, the people want him dead and the militant are gonna keep him from seeing his wife like he's stuck so he, he has robert strong that's what he needs that's that that scene where like uh cersei's gonna go see her daughter and then, like, all the, the king's guards are like, yo, you can't, you guys, you know, you guys stay in your room. And then, like, <laughs> Robert Strong shows up, and then they're like, oh, oh fuck, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just talking shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, look, I'm, I, dude, I'm ready to fucking see that guy throw it down. Dude, I mean, I'm like, so wide. Yeah, me too. He's a monster. Like, I, I, is it weird that, like, I'm not hyped for him just because, like, ah, oh, he's, He's cr we all know that he's a zombified, created Frankenstein version of, like, the mountain. And the mountain was cruel and, like, awful. Yeah, so this guy's, like, probably ten steps ahead of that, too. Exactly. Like, he's, like, like, I he's worse. I don't know how I feel about seeing something that's worse. Oh, oh come I, on. <laughs> I still can't get, like, freaking Oberyn's head popping out of my head. Like, God, this. Feels this good, is, man. Yeah, no. But it's just, it's an interesting, like, little, like, medieval, like, or not medieval, like, a Victorian gothic thing put here, where it's Frankenstein, but, like, the evil, like, he actually, well, Dr. Frankenstein is the doctor, so I don't really know the name of the monster. monster. Yeah. Well, is is closer it? I thought it was Dr. Doctors you can get. Yeah. yeah. So, Maester's like, I, monster. yeah, see, I'm, I'm ready to see Robert Strong throw it down like yeah. i don't know why like I don't, I don't even care if it's to protect cersei but to be honest cersei's not annoying me right now as much as um as the faith militant are and i just want to say that uh lena is doing a fantastic uh job at playing a really really fucked up cersei right now because she i mean i don't feel sorry for cersei but god like she is broken like she's, she's humanized she's, this episode yeah, like yeah and I think she, that's like, isn't that what people say? Like between the books and she, here, it, between the books, Cersei and and show Cersei, they give her a little bit of that, a little bit for her children, not for other people, but for her children. Like she doesn't even show that much love for Jamie than she does for her children. I think it broke my heart when she was just kind of like, did they bury her in the red dress or the gold? And I'm yeah. like, oh, I feel so sad for you. And then I remember you're a monster, and I don't care. Like yeah. I don't, I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> But I love. But this is what's cool is that uh, she can be broken. She can, you know, just totally break down. So you know, she's not godly at all. I and, think as an uh, audience, though, we've been so like. Yeah. No. I. I agree. I think she. 
I, I think she thinks that she's amazing that she can be like her father. You know, I mean, uh, the old, the Olena, you know, pointed that out last season. Like, we know you're not writing anything. You're just trying to be like your dad. You know, like she's like that, and and Cersei's just, Ugh. and she claims she's doing it for her children, but it's mostly because of that prophecy. I think that prophecy has fucked her up now that it's coming true, and uh, I think that's gonna mess with her. I don't think we're gonna see her rise again, but I do think we're gonna see her like burn. Like it's gonna it's gonna be bad. It's going to be bad, in my opinion. But the actress, holy shit, so good. So good mm -hmm. at making me care just a little bit. Not care, but, like, feel sorry. Feel a little bit of empathy. Have what? you seen her in the Terminator show? No, I, I just seen her in 300, though. Oh, dude, in the Terminator show? Oh, she's so good. Badass? Oh, okay. Yeah, she's a badass, dude. She's so good. She's I just so remember 300, where she's the queen. Yeah, yeah so, she's yeah. good now, too. She's awesome in that. Yeah, she's awesome. So that's it's why everything I, 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 she does, she's awesome. Yeah, even here. Yeah, I mean, I if, an actor, if an actor makes you hate them and you're supposed to, like Joffrey, like say what you will about Joffrey, but goddamn, I don't think I've hated anyone as much as I hated that little shit. But Ollie. God, it was good. Oh, Ollie. oh, in this episode too, we skipped. Well, we didn't skip that, but we didn't talk about it. But we'll talk about him later. But Ollie, like I hated Ollie a fuck ton more than I hate Joffrey. Really? Yes. I no, think I, it's because Joffrey. I'm just kind of like. You are you're trolling like you can't be that terrible. You can't be that awful. You are like and I came to expect that but with Ollie like I had hope with him and then he then he betrays me like that. I'm like, you know what? I hate yeah. you. After, I hate you beyond everything. I hate well, after, you. Yeah, after like John kind of like keeps him close, you know, and they, they have like a some kind of weird brotherly like almost forming a brotherly bond and he fucking fucks him over and I'm like fuck you. Hashtag fuck Ollie. Yeah, that's exactly. Well, See, you, well, you know what kid? You know what kid spells backwards? Dick. <laughs> oh my god. You're it's awful. true. It's true. Uh, that kid's okay. a dick. I hate that kid. Yeah. His face. Oh my god. <laughs> even, oh. <laughs> they hired. So they 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 ca great casting. Great casting for him because like in real life he probably like has to live with that face all the time. <laughs> like you so have a face. So that's a that's a butt. Like I like. You're you're bad. You're so a bad did, person. So, so did Joffrey's actor and uh, and Cersei's uh, actress as well. They all <laughs> receive a bunch of hate, but I'm pretty sure Ollie's probably getting the worst right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. <sighs> so, in Marine, Tyrion Lannister, Varys, Grey Worm, and Missandei stay like in the Great Pyramid and find out that um, they don't know who who burned the fleet. Astapor, Yunkai, and Slaver's Bay have been taken over by the Masters, and the dragons refuse to eat. And this is where I get one of like one of my favorite lines of the episode, where where Tyrion says, "I drink and I know things," and Tyrion figures out that Rhaegal and Viserion need to be free to feed, so he goes down to unchain them and gaining their trust by telling the story of his name day. <laughs> and he, he he unleashes them, and the, the the smartest thing he says is, "Next time I have an idea like that, punch me in the face." And uh, like quickly, just like connect the two. Like in Davos, the waif of the faceless men challenges Arya again and asking for her name, and she turns into Jack and Hagar, and he bribes her to say her name, and he's like, "A, a girl will get a place to stay. A girl will get her eyes back." And I felt so bad for Arya and she yeah. says this girl is no one and he asks her to follow him saying a girl is not a beggar anymore and I'm like but she don't have her eyes give her her eyes back I, I can't have her blind anymore 
oh god, like, but as much as I feel bad for Arya, god, I felt so bad for Tyrion with that story. Oh, with that was so Lafayette. sweet. Yeah. For I, I want a dragon. He can be little like me. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Tyrion. Was, in, in, in Tyrion's eyes, like him looking at the dragons, like he was so like mystified and in love with them. Like it's like this is all he ever wanted in his life. Like even like obviously the story says that that's all he ever wanted, but like you can tell that that's all he ever wanted. And the fact that these dragons don't fucking murder him and he's just like touching them and like he has to like just feel so amazing, you know, that he finally got his one wish. I, I feel like this is what the scene we we all needed but didn't know we wanted. Like I like I didn't if you would have told me that this was gonna happen this scene, I would have been like, What? Like at first I thought he was gonna like send Masande or go with her or something, but he just ends up going himself and that story is just it's so sweet and I, I love these because it's like uh in in last or not last scene, but season four when Oberyn goes to be his champion and he tells him that story. I'm like, why are Tyrion's stories so sad? Why do they make me so sad? But fantastic. Peter Dinklage is like amazing. He's gonna get another Emmy for this, like or a Golden Globe. Like he's got he, for the he, show. He's, yeah, he's just he's so good. Telling a fucking story. And he's so good. And the dragons look fantastic in this scene, by the way. They look, oh god, they look scary. Evil. Like the, the yeah. Teeth? Gosh. Yeah, they. In I couldn't really see the colors of them because they all they both look like Drogon, like to be honest. But they they're huge and they look terrifying. And my body is ready, like. And they're teeny compared to Drogon too. Like yeah, Drogon. Like yeah, Drogon's a little rebellious. Well, not little. He's the big rebellious kid. Can we can never find him? But yeah, I'm Ev- just Evelyn. What did you think about Tyrion's story or or Arya's story? I thought it was really sad. Um, as far as Arya. I honestly didn't expect her to actually go with him. Like I thought her like her small hesitance to say a girl is no one after he says a girl will get her eyes back. And she kind of hesitated and I was like, oh, that's it. That's it, but you're going to stay in the streets forever now. Don't just, you're supposed to say it, you know, like as you a think- response. She, she, she thought about it. You think she was, he was going to leave her in the streets or you think he would have given her her eyes back? No, I think I it was a left her. <laughs> yeah, it, this was a right. test, right? This was a test. This was yes. if she answered right, she was gonna get rewarded. If she didn't, she was gonna stay there until he came again and, and asked her the same thing, probably, or another yeah. form of a test. Because this was all a fucking test, and exactly I'm so glad. Yeah, and I'm so glad she passed it because I didn't want to be here for like four episodes of her getting the like you know beat up, even though she could learn. But uh, I don't know. I, that but waif has the biggest bitch face ever. Oh, oh I hate God. her. Yeah, fuck that bitch. I don't like her. But it, a little, uh, what the scene made me a little sad, to be honest. And maybe you guys can help me not be sad about it. But how she kept answering, you know, she didn't want to tell him, you know, I'm Aya Stark. But I feel like this, her storyline is so, it's so, it's so secluded. It's so isolated. It's not tied in at all with everyone else, which I guess some people like it. Some don't. I want Arya to be a badass, no doubt. But she's not tied to anything with her siblings, and I I feel like she's gonna forget who she is, even though she hid Needle. I feel I, like she'll come back to it, but I feel like we're losing Arya Stark a little I bit. I think you you hit the nail right on the head that she, that her whole 
theme this this season is going to be identity and whether she can give up and become no one or stay true to herself and be Arya Stark. Yeah. And I I don't know, like I feel bad, but I'm hoping beyond hope that like she she becomes an assassin and someone hires her to kill like Jamie or Cersei and she gets to cross another well, name. See, that, that's what I'm saying is that right now her story's so isolated, so by it's it's by itself on its own little island, but when ish if and when she becomes who no one is or an assassin or whatever, what is what what comes after that? Is she gonna forget what she wanted to do? Or is she gonna go back to being Aya Stark, come back and get revenge? Or do we even need it anymore? I mean, like I'm thinking about her list of names. Who does she need to kill? Is she gonna be re- like you know like that's what I think about I I love her. I love her and I want her to be badass, but it scares me a little bit. And I wonder how her story is going to connect to everyone else. Because I feel like everyone else is connected but her. And even Daenerys is connected to Westeros and everything. And she's all the way, you know, across the narrow sea. So where is Aya going? Where, what is hers? You know, that's just me. I'm thinking ahead, but that's how I felt in this scene. But I'm ready. I think she's going to come out swinging with her training. I think that's what's going to be with her. I mean, that's what I... That's what I perceive i feel like you know she's becoming no one but you know they actually they might be no one but they're actually everybody because of all the people that they can you know impersonate and mimic and you know how they could just weave themselves into any situation in any society in any form just because that's that's what they do so i feel like maybe she's taking all this in and she's gonna use it to weave herself back into whatever revenge plot she has you know that she's obviously hiding from from them because if she wasn't ready if she was ready to just you know go all in with this she wouldn't have hit a needle so that that's like foreshadowing that obviously she's holding on to that and she's not gonna let go i mean why would you you had like the best dad who was super nice to you and then you see him murdered in front of you yeah you know you know what i'm just hoping for i want i want uh and i want the starts to reunite i want that but more than importantly needle was a present from john like mm-hmm. i want i want that and we we got a lot of happy scenes in the pilot of that and i want i want her to come back but if she does come back and she's an assassin and she's not Arya stark like how what is that like what you know i don't know mm-hmm. i want to see her go up like a a little her going up against like the mountain because he like it's just the mountain Jamie and Cersei that's left and I would love to see like a little one like her like beat up someone like oh, that, strong that's, and like terrible like that's who's left on her list it's, yeah uh, she's those three. Oh, okay well let's see what happens I, th- the only that- other thing also is that like I feel Arya never wanted to be a lady and yeah. she doesn't like there's only so many Starks left, but I feel like once she has her list, what is she going to do? Like, she doesn't want to be a lady. She doesn't want to rule. So I feel after she, like, finishes the list or after the list is finished off, like, we're going to see her death. Maybe not this season, Ooh. but we're going to see her die. You're bolding. Pre- wow, that's a bold prediction. I don't, I don't think she can, like, go complete her list without giving up being you know, a faceless one, which, you know, she really enjoys fighting. So the, her only other option would be to turn to, like, 
what Brienne does and just, you know... Be a knight? Uh, basically, just challenge the gender norms of that time. Like, oh, she's technically lady, but, you know, she's still a knight. She fights, and she's a bamf. I yeah. hope so. Like, I didn't think about Brienne. Like, now that you mention it, she could what be What if she kills Tommen? Like <gasps> think no! of the prophecy. I, I don't feel know. so bad. I don't want... I don't know about... I, I like, know. in a last-ditch effort, instead of killing Cersei, just to make her suffer as Sea Shepherd, she kills Tommen. I don't the know. Tom I don't... Tommen and Jaime, and she Cersei's is alone. I don't know if Aya... Is, if that's her type of revenge. I think she just wants to kill the person who did something bad, like, to her family or to her. I don't think she's gonna go that route. I don't know if they would make her that dark. And I... I, 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 and I want... You I, say I want that? Her, and then I think it's Game of Thrones. Well, it's because I want her to keep that that code, you know, where I'm not going to... I don't want her to be Ilaria Sand in that way. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, Ilaria Sand, like, if there was anything to make up for her, she fucking threw it away when she, when she you know, killed for, like, no reason, even though she claims she has one. I want Aya to get her revenge, like, in a good way. But if they twist it that way, I mean, shit. I, I'm not surprised if they make us hate characters that we love i will not be surprised if this show fucking does that would you hate her though if she did that i mean i'm not it's tom is no john snow he's not like my favorite character but he is innocent and i think that's really unfair that he has to die very first Cersei sins in that and i guess we could look at it that way because it is i think she is the downfall of her children and I hope I hope I uh, Arya doesn't take part in that. I I'm want so Cersei. cruel though. Yeah, I, know, I, no, I get what, what you're saying, yeah. Because when you heard like her speech and she's like, when I had like um, Marcella, I thought like there's something good in me to have to, to make someone that good. Like you're about to crush that. The only good thing that you have left now is Tommen, and you're about to like destroy him. He's not yeah. gonna be innocent anymore. Yeah. And I is he really like meant to live? If he's not innocent anymore, if like, do you really care about him that much? I feel bad for him, but we're gonna see. Like maybe with getting help from his mother or asking for help, he's gonna he's gonna be a little shit now, or he's gonna do something to make us not care about him or not care that he dies. So if Aya has to go kill him, or that's part of what she's gonna decide to do, okay, fuck it. I don't care. The Starks are my are my homies. You know, like as long as uh. <laughs> Hey, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Aya is a beloved character. She's probably the most favorite. Probably, what? Right after Tyrion? Maybe before him? If we have to rank them. Jon Snow's probably the most loved. Jon Snow, Daenerys, Tyrion, Arya. I don't even think Daenerys... I think Daenerys is, like, popular, but I don't know if most loved. I don't know. But if we... I guess we could do it that way as well, if you want to put Daenerys in there. But Arya is very loved out of i guess all the starks and then if you don't count if you put Jon snow not as a stark but yeah so if she fucks up like that's gonna make the fandom probably go a little nuts good storytelling i guess speaking of starks yeah. at dreadfort bruce bolton learns of the failure to capture sansa stark from ramsay bolton and harald karstark and Ramsay suggests attacking Castle Black on the unguarded southern side, but Roos disagrees, saying that they'd unite all of the north against them. And a maester comes in and tells them that Lady Walda has a son, and Ramsay just goes and hugs Roos and says, congratulations. 
and he says, you'll always be my firstborn, before he stabs him in the stomach and just tells the maester to tell everyone he was poisoned by their enemies. But not only is this, like, the pinnacle of his, like, cruelty. No. He sends for Walda and their son and then just leads them to the kennels and lets the dogs devour them with oh. probably, like, the most bamfy statement and the one that I've seen repeated so many times. I preferred being an only child. Oh, man. <laughs> man, you know, you know what's Ruthless. the sad this you know what the sad thing was that when Walda, you know, she she's like, please, Ramsey, I'll run away. I was like, come on, let her fucking run. Like, let her let her go. But I already knew she was gone because he fucking locked the door, you know, behind her when he brought her in there. And I'm just like, oh, man, come on. Just just let her go. Like, I felt greatest so thing bad. That could have happened in that scene. And you guys are probably going to think I'm fucked up for this. But in that moment where she said, let me run away, Ramsey should have been like, okay, you can run, but leave the kid. <gasps> no. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. Like he wasn't yeah. gonna let that kid anywhere. Yeah. That's heir, and that's you know a legit heir didn't have to become legitimized. Yeah. So I mean, like I was like, he's gonna kill the kid whether he lets the lady go or not. But knowing him, he's not gonna let anyone go. I think that the ex Lord Bolton killed himself literally when he said like, "You'll always be my first boy," and that's when Ramsey was like, "Ah, hell nah." <laughs> ah, <laughs> hell. Oh, no. Well, you know what? If there was any moment for him to say that, I feel like it would have been that moment right before he dies because I feel like Bruce Bolton, you know, he he gives advice to, to Ramsey a lot, you know, I guess because Ramsey is afraid of him, afraid of his own father or wants daddy's approval. And uh, that, that was like the perfect thing to say. And I guess it shows a little bit of affection or fondness that Bruce has for Ramsey because Ramsey has shown progress. Aside from what's happening right now with Sansa, even Sansa gone, Rick gone, he still says, you are my firstborn. Like, in, in, in that sense, Bruce doesn't go back on his word. But Ramsay was planning this shit. You guys think he was planning this shit or it was just, yes. like, in the moment? Yeah. No, he no, knew I, if it was a boy, he was going to kill him because uh, okay, that's yeah. a challenge. I, too. I thought the same thing. I was like, shit. I, I, as I, soon I as he legitimized him, as soon as he was like, you're now yeah! I was like, there, you're dead. Like, right there, yeah. This season or next season, you're dead. You don't yeah. keep, a, like, a mad dog like that at your heels without knowing he's going to bite you. Yeah. Mm -mm. I, I didn't think Ramsey was playing it. I just think it was, like, like, he's been, he's been wanting his father's approval for so long. And I feel that because he was, he wanted his father's approval for so long, it was, it was that simple fact that his dad kind of, like, trivialized everything that he was trying to do for him in that moment when he it, said like I, but I, I, I feel me about that scene though was when he when Walda gives him the baby for the first time and he looks at him like please don't like oh, throw the baby into yes. the wall that's that's the what fire. I was thinking I was like I can't see this I can't see you kill a baby like I, right I was from nervous my face. I was the, when I was watching it with my friends where right, we're there and and one of them was we were all like, oh, fuck, no, no, don't give him the baby. Don't do it. Don't do it. And, you know, you you breathe a little bit after that scene. But then you're like, oh, but it's not over. You know, it's just, fuck. But, I you had know. The opposite reaction. I was like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> you're awful. Um, but you yeah, know what? True. You know what? The car start guy that was there didn't even fucking flinch. So this had to be planned. Either ahead of time, not in that moment, but just planned in general. So oh. when we saw it happen, he was like, oh, okay, well, this was it. Like, I didn't even know. 
speaking of that dude oh my god the freaking like sh you know like when he's like hey when uh when robert took my father's head like we stand with you like yeah. holy shit they 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 brought that all the way like from that season they brought it back i was like damn that's some good story man that's a good writing right there when yeah. you bring something so like like to at that point when we saw it, it was like you know caitlin stark was like you know you probably shouldn't do that like that's gonna bite you in the ass eventually and then rob was like yo you know like they gotta learn yeah her. see and, and it does i'm like oh, yeah and see that's why i want sansa to rise i want her to take the good advice don't i mean little finger you could say he's smart because he's played his cards and he's really scary and he's gotten this far with you know his background and shit but rob rob didn't take good advice and he trusted the wrong people most of all he he didn't trust his well he trusted his his love in his heart instead of duty so he, he got fucked up there and we we've been here like oh nobody's gonna support the fucking boltons they're all gonna rise for stark well they got car stark now because of you rob god rob was so hot but yeah wow. Probably a dumbass. Like I, I'm hoping. Good at battle, bad at fucking politics. I'm hoping that Car Stark gets beheaded by Jon Snow just because it would follow exactly what happened to his dad, and it would like Ooh. satisfy a teeny like vengeful side of me. I and I'm, I was hoping that Ramsay would get like handled by Theon or by Sansa, like one of them would, like just stab him in the back or something. See, I, or, like, I want this to be karma, the season of karma. I want it so bad, and they're setting up Ramsay as the like the worst and they did that with joffrey and we got the we got his death when we least expected it i mean for those who weren't book readers and who didn't know anything they made him at his absolute worst in his last moments which made his death so fucking satisfying and yeah. Ram and ramsey's like they're stepping it up like ramsey right now has like a mary sue like like villain plot armor but i like it you know like i i fucking hate this guy but i like it I love I love Ramsey and I, I really want him to like die. And yeah. you know, my, my favorite my favorite thing about villains, this is my favorite thing. Like every time a villain is like ha 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 like I'm the most badass, but then at the moment that they're gonna die, they like turn into like that sniveling little little bitch power bitch. Like like Joffrey, like he's like <laughs> and he was like crying and stuff. Like, ah, oh, it feels so good when they, that happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and way back. I this mean, look, not, <laughs> look I at the know. way, look at the way Tywin died as well. On fucking, yeah. on the fucking shitter. Like, I mean, like, it's, it's so <laughs> literally shed himself. Yeah, it's so satisfying. So this is like, when is Ramsey gonna die? But more importantly, how is he going to die? Like, I am so ready. I was ready for Roosh to die, and this was nice to see him. Like, like oh, you know, he died. He died just like how he killed Rob at the Red Wedding. Mm -hmm. at Red wedding. Yeah, but Brittany, what if they they do Ramsey like they do the Joker, and he fucking dies laughing? Ah, oh, you know, because he so is good too. He's yes. so he's fucking insane. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't die like a bitch. Because I think everyone's dying how they're like how they are. Like I feel like what was it for for Tywin? He shit gold. Well, he, apparently he didn't. You know, and and Joffrey died as like a coward, like the coward he is. Ramsay is he gonna die like the insane person he is? 
like, the flayed I, man. That's his, yeah. that's his sign. I would love that. And he enjoys that. So, ooh, girl. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, girl. You got me all hyped with that one. <laughs> okay. So, one of the more softer, sweeter, like, things is um, when Brienne catches Sansa up on what she, what she knows about Arya. And, and Sansa goes, I should have gone with you when I had the chance. And Sansa then later like tells Theon that like they're going we're gonna go to Castle Black, but Theon is just kind of like broken, and he's like he doubts that Jon Snow would forgive the murder of Sir Roderick Castle, the two farm boys, and his betrayal of Robert Stark. So he's like, you know what? I'm going home. Like he just looks so beat down and broken. Like I felt he's not twitching that much anymore, but yeah. No, he's not twitching, but it, like it's more yeah. like he's heartbroken. Yeah. As opposed to, like, a, a just empty, a hollow shell. Like, there's a heart in there now, but it's, like, shattered into pieces. Like, well, you know, has I no friends, nobody. Yeah, I feel like it was there, though, like, that in, in was, what was it, season three, when Ramsey's doing that, that fake out where he's helping him get out, but not really. And he's telling Ramsey about, you know, my real father, it was, it, it was Ned Stark. My real brother was Rob. Like, it, it's been there, but God, he got, like, the short end of the stick and... Now well, we're yeah, seeing. Short of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, was, you know, I was glad that Ramsey did all of that stuff to him because he was a dick when you know he betrayed the Starks that had raised him. Basically, like yes, they say that he was like stolen and held captive, but not really. They didn't treat him like shit. They did treat him with respect. You know, even you know regarding yeah. his situation, Ned Stark yeah, was a very honorable man. Yeah, it's no, just I, I, he wants. Right. I, I felt that way too. I was I was so like rancorous and mad at at at, yeah. at him, and I was just kind of like, "You deserve everything you get." And then he got more than I thought he would ever get, and I'm like, "Ramsey, you surpassed my expectations as to like ha- pu- what punishment entails." I, he doesn't deserve that. Oh my I, god! Like, yeah, I think that made me fall in love with Ramsey. Ugh. No, <laughs> way. no way, dude. Like I like, Same. I hated I hated Theon for what he did. But if he if if he had killed Rickon and and Bran, fuck it, you, you tear him to pieces. I don't give a shit. But he didn't do it. Like there was something there, it, you know, in him. He was so conflicted with wanting to be daddy's little boy and be recognized that it. He had a conflict within himself, and he he chose wrong. He didn't again another person that didn't listen to good advice, and he fucked up. Did he deserve to be tortured? Fuck no, not in the way, not from Ramsey, but it had to be done to let us know how fucked up Ramsey is. And he's only going to get even worse, I think, uh, later in the season. So. I'm kind of excited to see what he's going to do. Like, yeah. Like what he's done so far, where is he going to go from here? Like, honestly. Yeah, and, but you know what? I like this redemption arc for Theon. I, I like it a lot. And I lo- it, 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 it feels satisfying when Sansa hugs him. Yeah. It, it, parallel, parallel, parallel that from like what last season when she's like, I don't care what he did to you. If I could do what he did to you, I would do it too. Like compare that to this really this this really sweet hug where she's like, I don't really want you to go, but I understand and thank you for taking me here. You like, know what it really, was really really nice. touched me was when like Brienne was tearing up that yeah. somebody finally accepted her oath. Yeah. That was touching to me. I was like, holy. That's my girl. You get it, girl. 
Yeah, it's and just where, and where all of this sweet shit is happening, and and Brienne's kind of like, this is really awkward for me. Like, can you please go away? I don't need to see a man cry. Like, it's I've awkward. seen enough of Jamie. Ox, ox is as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm excited to see where what what happens with Theon now. Like. I, I am pretty excited for his story. Uh, it's not like at the top of my list, but like I'm interested still. You know, with the Iron well, Islands and stuff, so take it away, Priscilla. He's going home to the Iron Islands with all this stuff happening, and it's like, that that's going to turn into a whole other situation like the wall, I think. Because mm -hmm. you have his sister, and you have everyone that's, you know, in the playing field on that the Iron Islands, so it, it's... They're setting that up as well, so it's like, oh my god, there's a new thing happening now. Well, you guys are talking about it, so let me just, like, summarize it, like, real quick. So, at Castle Pike on the Iron Islands, Yara Greyjoy, who's one of my favorite characters, she reports the loss of Deepwood Mott to her father, Balon Greyjoy, and advises that he stops the campaign against the mainland, but he refuses. And while trying to cross to another tower during a storm, he meets his brother, Euron Greyjoy, who calls himself the Drowned God. But Balon reminds him, like, hey, like, you're crazy after that storm. Like, get step aside, get away. And Euron just says, I am the storm, brother, the first storm and the last, and you're in my way. And he just shoves him off and kills him. <laughs> and they bury Balon at sea, and Yara's like, oh, I'll avenge you, I swear on the salt throne. And the guy tells her, no, there's going to be a king's moot to decide who sits on the salt throne. You can't swear on it yet. And that, oh, like, Euron is crazy. Who says that? Like, he's, he's fucking nuts. And he wants to be king. Like, it, it's, it's between Yara and Euron. And I don't know. If, now Theon on his way home. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't he, isn't he the rightful heir? To the yeah. Ground? No, no. I think Yara was because Yara was. They, they never saw Theon. As well, he said, and, and at, at the end of that joke. scene, before he dies, doesn't he say, "You know, if you don't shut up, I'm gonna go make another heir." So I feel yeah. like it was supposed to be Yara to uh yeah. to to take it, but you know, yeah. It's but dude, that weird, guy like, fucked up. He gave up his. He gave up Theon, and then he took him back. And then when he lost like his penis, he gave him up again. So like. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think he he's gave a... him up when he sucked at battle, basically. Mm-hmm. He took Deepwood Mott, but they lost it already. But yeah. Balon was right in that he was the last of the five kings that was still alive during the Five King War. Yeah. And remember <laughs> how 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 Melisandre used all those leeches too to kill, like, or hopefully for everyone to die. I remember she said Balon, and I was all like, "When's that guy gonna die?" Oh, here it is. <laughs> Whoop! There it is. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I am so ready for for the brother. Like you're on, like bring it on. I'm I'm, I'm okay with more uh, psycho people. You're on, Brittany. You're on. Ah. Ah. <laughs> it hurts how much that joke is like, funny. We we never we, we never get the storyline for the Iron Islands. Like hardly anything. And I like Yara a lot. I really do. So I want. I I'm pretty excited. Like look, I'm excited for this over Dorne. And you know, so, Dorn was in this yeah. episode. If he was on the asking right for a Kraken last episode, he's gonna get a Kraken with this shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Izzy. <laughs> I think you're on the right path, Priscilla. I think you are on. Ah. Uh, uh. <laughs>
<laughs> God. I'm done. Okay, I so quit. just finishing this, at Castle Black, Sir Davos tries to convince Melisandre to bring back Jon Snow, and he reminds her, like, you gave me faith, like, it fucked the gods, you did this. So she tries and she does, Feels like, bad. this ritual where she just cleans Jon Snow's wounds and cuts and washes his hair and prays over him, and it doesn't work. So Tormund leaves, and Melisandre leaves, and Dolores Ed, and finally, like Sir Davos, they all have given up. And then Ghost just wakes up, and after you just see Jon Snow gasp for air, and that is how we finish the episode. What a fucking As, cliffhanger! God, like I don't know. I was just kind of like, it's Jesus. Look, it's Jesus. Like we should have known, guys. We should have known Sunday was Easter fucking Sunday. <laughs> Like, seriously, why didn't we put the pieces together? Ah, Melisandre put the pieces together. Like, That's once, once, once my friend told me, like, oh, Brittany was Easter Sunday, I was like, oh, fuck, he was going to come back to life anyway. On fucking Sunday, on Easter Sunday, it's Jon Snow, Jesus Snow. Like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Snow. Oh. Uh, no. I have nothing to say. <laughs> That's it. Well, that was the thing, right? People people were like, what, 90%, 95% sure Jon Snow was coming back. Like, for sure, there was a lot of, like, evidence that he would come back. But the question was, when? And they fucking, the writers did this to us Easter Sunday. He was coming back on Easter Sunday. But I was like, it didn't, it, that didn't register in my mind. So when I saw this episode, I was like, they're going to just draw it out. No way, no way. And then they kept leaving the, they kept leaving it on, uh, on Ghost. And I'm like, oh shit, is he gonna warg into ghosts? Is he gonna become ghosts? Did they put his soul in ghosts? And then no. Just ghosts was... Ghost and that him have funny. a have a thing. Yeah. And Ghost looks so cute asleep. I was like, oh puppy, you're so cute. And then I fucking eat you alive. Pretty much. Pretty much. But I love that they that they do that with the wolves, that the wolves have like a connection with their owners and uh I just loved it. Once once he got up, I was like, he's fucking coming. He's doing it. He's fucking, let's do it. And then he, he breathes and, uh, oh my god. Everything fucking amazing. I am so hyped right now, guys. I am so hyped. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like you, you say, like, come back. She's gonna that come Ghost back. gave, like, like, Jon Snow his identity. Like, he gave, like, they both came back at the same time. Maybe Arya comes back with Nymeria. Like, I would love to see another, like, I would have to say that what a trashy scene that was. I hate it. I hate it that ending so much. Why? Because we all knew it was going to happen. I feel like the best thing they could have done was they all leave the room and they just fucking leave it on a cliffhanger. We don't even see him gasp. We just see Ghost get up and look at John, and that's where it ends. Because, like, it was so, like, okay. Now he's going to gasp for air. That's exactly how I was on Monday in the morning. I was like, okay, now they're all going to leave the room and he's going to gasp for air. And it was like beat for beat, everything that I said. This is where I expected... Well, go ahead. I was going to say, if you you drag stuff on like that, you're getting into like Dragon Ball Z territory. Oh. No, I mean like they leave it there and then next episode they just show that he actually like revives somehow. You know what I mean? I know, but like he's dead for like four episodes technically and it's like well how long has he been dead why isn't he like rotting by this point 
Isn't well, it like what, one day though? Isn't it like one a day? of the things? One of the things that uh, George R. R. Martin says that I'm curious to know whether they bring this up in the show is that every time someone is brought back from the dead, a little piece of them is gone. Like mm-hmm. pieces of their soul leave. They're not the same person. And I want to know if that I mean, Jon Snow that is brought back is the same Jon Snow that we I feel like about. I feel like we are going to get the same Jon Snow, but I think we're going to get like a piece. Pieces of the things that are good in him are going to be gone. Just a little bit. Not a lot. Just very Might little. Be. Like like maybe he's going to get shit done faster. Yeah. Like exactly in my opinion. What I was going to say he's not like, going to be as much of a. You know, he's not going to be as hesitant. Yeah, like, in, in con- yeah, in conflict, like, what's right and what's wrong. Like, he's going to know what's right, he's going to fucking do it. He knows no, what's like, wrong, it, he's go. not going to do it. Yeah, that's what I feel like. I, I mean, I guess we could say that we want a really big consequence for this. I, I, I guess, like, some kind of consequence for bringing back this guy. But I feel like it's going to work in our favor. I really I feel like... That- I think like- you just hit the nail on the head, though. I think that what's going to happen is, like, like Jon Snow is going to come back. And it's like that 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 dynamic of like, these fuckers killed me. I was doing the right thing, and these fucking assholes killed me. Now he's gonna be like that Jon Snow who's like, he like you know dictator Jon Snow. He's just gonna be like, <laughs> like okay, like gotta but- do the shit. Boom. This yeah. Guy, if I do oh. this and I fuck up here, this shit's gonna go down this way. Boom. He doesn't fuck up. Like yeah. seeing a dark Jon Snow, especially like considering Ramsay Bolton's gonna bring up like whatever piece of the north that he can against him with like the wildlings and whatever ah oh, like please give me that give me someone who's like more bloodthirsty more like chewing at the bit to fight back like yeah, like, a, like a little bit of darkness of Jon Snow like I think what we're gonna how we're gonna find out if he gets there is the next episode like is like or like in general like is is he gonna kill Thorn like I feel like if he kills Thorn it's a different Jon Snow if he starts like, to mercy, yeah. It's yeah, I agree. I agree with Evelyn. I feel yeah. that I feel that he should come back and just be like, I feel like that this is a great chance to take away the Jon Snow. Like I agree with Basila. Like I feel like Jon Snow is not very smart. Like he hasn't, and it's not that he's not smart. It's the fact that he's he's, he's learned innocent. from his father from yeah, the he's, he's too nice. Yeah, he, he's don't, too nice. Don't he's die for being Ned. honorable. Yeah. Yeah, he's been too Ned. He's like the 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 unsmart ned i guess he's I gonna be what ned should have been I yes i feel like he's gonna like adapt this is this is the po- this is his turning point where he adapts like he, he already lost the love of his life in a sense and like be like you know what i'm done being like ned stark yeah, yeah. it's time it's time to get the show on the road yeah he starts doing everything right everything right by himself you know yeah. and that that would be the that would be the good i guess consequence that we lose that innocence that Jon Snow had. Yeah. I think that's what he needs. But I think we're ready. I think this is what yeah. we need. After all the shit that we've been through and he's been through, I think the audience is ready to, to let Jon Snow just fucking go at it. Like yeah. we, we're, we are cheering for this guy. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of reactions on YouTube of him coming back to life. Like <laughs> everyone's just fucking ready and this is why it's not going to be a consequence to us we're gonna we're gonna feel like this is what we need this is where it ha- where it has to go and i'm ready I, I think they've been leading us up to this too because like the whole yeah. like decision making that he was taking with when he became lord commander like he was actually doing a really good job like he was making strategic moves and like like the reason they didn't lose the wall was because of him yeah you know? I, I feel like that's where he gets the parts of like Rob, because exactly. Rob was really good in battle too. 
but he fucked up. And then like Ned, he's really good too, you know, with politics and secrets, but he was too nice. Now we yep. get the best parts of his brother and his father. Uh -uh. And, you know. Gosh, you're totally like the mama bear and the papa bear weren't right, but this baby bear is going to be just right here. Jeez. Well, that's what it is, right? You need to learn your learn from your mistakes, but also have the best parts of everyone around you that you've loved and cared about and just become a better person. And I'm ready for Jon Snow to do it. I don't care if he's like a Mary Sue. I don't even want to. I don't even think he is one. But you um, know what, what else I was thinking? What if like him? What if like him? coming back to life isn't actually like he's not human anymore maybe what if he's like undead i mean that i'm i i it, a part of me fantasizes like what if he like becomes undead and because of that he's like able to like repel like why watch but it isn't, isn't aren't they, aren't, aren't <gasps> they fun but aren't they following but, the the rule of like the guy from season two yeah that's I, what i would have thought I, yeah I, I guess but yeah i think they might maybe they might make it different i don't know because it's melisandre who did it so yeah. maybe maybe we're gonna get something and this guy and Jon Snow's been dead for like a day at least and that guy probably kept getting coming back to life the second he died so it could be different Are you thinking of like a Lady Stoneheart kind of thing that's where... what I was thinking yes like, yes exactly. yeah some something like that so maybe we'll maybe we're gonna get the best of both worlds Hopefully. maybe we're gonna get yeah so technically he's released from his oath though because he's oh, dying yeah. Is so, no oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Oh shit. That's awesome. Now yeah. he can send the throne if he wants to. And see, this is what's cool is that he can he can leave the wall now. Like, holy shit. Like, oh man, hey, it's so good. What if he like if he comes back and he's still like let's say he's still Lord Commander, right? He comes back to be Lord Commander. <laughs> yeah. And his he he no longer needs to hold this oath. Doesn't that mean like he could like go back and forth from the wall because he's Lord Commander and just do whatever the hell he wants? Mm -hmm. I, we're gonna find out. I think we're gonna find out all these answers soon, and I'm so <sighs> ready, guys! Like, oh, this is Let's what go, I fam. wanted. <laughs> Let's go, fam. <laughs> okay, so we've talked a lot about the episode, and now we need to give the episode a ranking: one Golden Dragon through ten. How many? How how was this episode for you? And for me, I'm going to give this 10. I loved this. Like, Ramsay Bolton and Tyrion and Jon Snow. Like, all of these scenes were epic. And they, this is what I wanted the premiere. This is how hype I got. This is amazing. This gave me questions. This made me feel things for characters. Even Cersei, who, like, fucking can't stand. So, like, yes, 10 dragons. Love this episode. Uh, Izzy. How many I, was it for you? I, I gotta give it an 8. I feel like some of it dragged, but I'm really picky, and I I already expressed myself. I didn't like the, the ending of the episode. I For me, like that, it was just too much beat for beat, and when it's too much beat for beat for me, in any medium, it really kind of like, it kind of like doesn't do anything for me. So, but it was still overall a, a really great episode with a lot of great scenes, especially the one, you know, with Tyrion, you know with the dragons that that really really got to me and i really really like that i enjoyed that a lot so for me it's a eight out of ten okay evelyn how many do you give it for me i'd have to give it a nine out of ten i agree with you as yes. where some of it you know dragged and it was a little bit predictable at some points and the fact that like no one that was really super important to the story died that's what I'm going to reserve my tens for. So, like, there's a lot of action. There's a lot of 
really amazing scenes this episode with Ramsay Bolton mainly. <laughs> and, um, you know, the whole thing with Cersei and then Jon Snow coming back. That was a little bit predictable, though. But there's mm -hmm. so much going on. This is what I felt like the premiere should have been as well. So definitely, it's, it's a good, strong 9 out of 10. Brittany, The Last of the Fam, what do you give it? All right, can we give point, like, like eight point whatever or something? I don't know. No? Yeah. No! Go, go no? for full-on coins here. Uh, like. Damn it, Priscilla, you're so picky. All right, well, <laughs> I was going to give it a 9.5, so I guess I'll give it a 9 uh, out of 10 because it's just it was so good. Everything was just amazing. Shocks, twists, and everything. Uh, and that ending, I mean... It, it, it's for some and it is it, it isn't for others so me being really oblivious to easter sunday and yeah. uh, <laughs> you know in general um and you know asking myself when are they gonna bring him are they gonna bring him you know in the middle of the season in the second to the last episode the last i was like what are they gonna do it just took me by surprise that it was going to be this episode and everything else was amazing no dorn which is why like i gave last episode <laughs> no dorn. last episode i gave it a seven <laughs> This episode had no door, and I give it a straight up like an eight already, or like you know nine. So nine out of ten for me, fantastic. And I'm it, this got me ready for like next episode. Like I can't wait. I want to sleep until Sunday. Like wake me up when it's Sunday. Like please. Okay, so you get like you were the last to pit to to give a score. So I'm gonna let you go first. Who is your most valued player in the Game of Thrones? <sighs> Okay, so, oh man, I have so many good people, uh, but I want to say, I don't know if this will count, and I hope it does, but you guys can pick, you know, individuals, but uh, I, I want to claim that everyone in the room with Jon Snow is an MVP. Like, everyone together is one person, but probably mostly da Sir Davos, I'm going to go with, I guess, because um, I'm referring to season three or whatever, when we talk about that guy that keeps getting resurrected, there's a quote that he says when he's talking to Melisandre about how many times he's brought him back. And the guy says, uh, you know, I, I just say the words and he comes back. But what got me was that he says, I say the old words, not because I believe in them, but because he was my friend and he was dead. So I feel like in the last seconds when Melisandre says please and Davos is looking at the body after everyone leaves, I feel like that brought Jon Snow back. Not the chanting, not the, you know, lingering. It was that they wanted their friend back. They wanted him back. That's so very I feel like I feel like I feel that is very like most valuable player, like definitely, in my opinion. Okay. Evelyn, who's your most valued player? Ramsey Bolton. <laughs> I knew oh, it. Killing me, you took mine. Why? <laughs> I love Ramsey. Um, he is making a lot of big moves, and I think he's going to be a major player um, coming up in in this season, especially in the next few episodes. Just he's so ruthless. He does not give a shit. He fucking killed a a newborn and his father. <laughs> it's like he. He really just, he does not care about anything or anyone, just what? his goals. Huh, what's the worst he can do now? I, I have he's no gonna, idea. He's gonna go there, he's gonna go there, and we're gonna watch it. He's gonna come up with something even worse. I mean, it's yeah. it's Ramsey, it's Ramsey's character, and I just, he's just amazing to watch, and the actor does such a great job of portraying him. Okay, so Izzy, who's your most valued player? I think... 
is a ghost for hashtag believing what? and staying inside the room. Um, and uh, if I could give an honorable mention, I would say that dogs in the dog kettle. What? Uh, 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 feels bad. You all are fucked up. <laughs> you all are fucked up. I was gonna say Ramsey, but she took Ramsey. So you take the uh, the the. the I'm, I'm here like, praising. <laughs> I'm, I'm praising Jon Snow that everyone like jo- everyone brought him back. <laughs> and you guys are like, yeah, Ramsey Snow killed him. Yeah, you can tell there's a difference here in this podcast. Like, <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> yeah, okay. honorable mention the dogs, but no, seriously, I really like that. Like they focus the camera on Snow uh, on on ghosts at the end. And like, it just shows how loyal Ghost is, and the how connection, yeah, yeah, that beautiful that connection that they have. And like, that's not the first time that he's been at John's side exactly when he's needed him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when he was out in in the in the Wildlings and uh, out in Beyond the Wall, when John Snow was like about to get wrecked, you see Snow, like you see Ghost come out of like the snow out of nowhere, and he saves him. Like, I'm just like that dog, man. A dire wolf. He's hashtag believing. So, my MVP is gonna be Tyrion because I love that 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 speech he gave about like his name day and just how everybody laughed at him. And I don't know why, but like the ringing, like it just rings in my ear. Like he he would he he could be little like me, and I was like, that, <gasps> how that could you insane. laugh at him when he's a little kid asking for that for his birthday? Like Priscilla how- has a heart, aw. I do, and I love him. Like I- I'm here for like baby Tyrion. Like Aww. I don't I don't know if Brittany's being sarcastic when she said Priscilla has a heart. <laughs> Oh no, it's that in other podcasts, like, I hate kids. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, oh my god, fucking kill him. And, well, I mean, I guess we can all agree here, we all want Ollie to die, so there you go. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Get him to that dog kettle. Yep, there you go. Okay, so, and now our watch is ended. Join us next time for a brand new installment of The Throne Room. Visit poppychularadio.com slash archives to download this episode and many more. Registered users will gain access to our archives of previously aired broadcasts. You can also download tonight's broadcast through iTunes. Just search for The Throne Room and subscribe. Please like Poppy Chula Radio on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash radio. Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. So, co-hosts, what do we say to the god of death? Not, not today. today. Hey, not today, boy. <laughs> no, uh, not today. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific for a brand new installment of The Throne Room. For the night is dark and full of tears. Good night. Mm-hmm.